Hey everyone, Mario Barecki here, and I am known as the Conversation Guy. I'm also the founder of MediaMar, and at MediaMar, we help thought leaders craft and distribute conversations that convert. I believe everything starts with a conversation. I believe conversations are the most powerful way to create connections, to create relationships, and to create opportunities with each other. So everything has a basis in conversation. And on this podcast that you're about to listen to, I'm going to have 10-minute conversations with thought leaders to do just that, create relationships, create opportunity, but more importantly, to convey value, value from them and their perspective and how they operate on a daily basis, and to really tell a story that can bring some value and positivity tips, tricks, ideas, what have you, to your life to make it better. So sit back, relax, buckle in. It's going to be a wild ride. I know those things don't quite go together. Sit back, relax, and buckle in. But it's going to be a lot of fun, and we're going to get the conversation started right now. And as always, don't forget, if you like what you hear, please rate and review our podcast. It is my honor and privilege to bring back onto the line Alex Kuhn. And if you missed the last episode with Alex, go back and get yourself caught up We had such a great conversation. We talked about a whole number of things from getting clarity on your vision to helping to helping tell other people's stories, other people's stories and why that's powerful. And he even talked about how he gets himself ready to get on potential presentations and calls with other people that he talks to from all over the world. So go back, get yourself caught up. We'll still be here when you get back. But Alex is the founder of Born to Lead, and he helps integrity driven entrepreneurs align their gift and vision to start, grow, and lead businesses, helping hundreds, thousands, and even millions of clients. He's been featured in Forbes, Entrepreneur, BuzzFeed, and among others. And he speaks weekly to 20,000 entrepreneurs across more than 50 countries. So you can go to alex-kuhn.com to learn more about him. But just because you're listening to this show, he and his team has put together a special link that you can go to, which is alex-kuhn.com slash Mario Pereca. That's alex-kuhn.com slash Mario Pereca. And you can get access to his success DNA program for free. So go there, grab that. Alex, welcome back to the show, my friend. I love being here. Again, you know, Pittsburgh, we can talk. I mean, we could probably talk about Steelers and take the whole entire episode, but probably shouldn't do that. I We could easily. I mean, we could probably do 10 episodes with that, especially with the schedule changes that are happening this year and all that fun stuff. But I want to ask you a Pittsburgh-related question first. I, be honest. No, there's no judgment here, but how much do, do you do you love Permani Brothers sandwiches? <laughs> I don't. I don't either. And that's why I wanted to ask because everyone who comes to Pittsburgh that I know is like, I want a Permani. I'm like, every once in a while, I'll eat one. And not like probably by choice, but like if we're out and it's late or whatever and it's open, the only place it's open. But I don't catch myself going, I'm going to go grab a Permani sandwich like throughout the week. I just don't. I think Pittsburgh's food tastes have gotten better over the years. So mm-hmm. I think about this back in the the 80s and 90s. And I always love to joke that if a Pittsburgh really tells you what they love about food, a lot of times it means how much food you're going to get or how big the sandwich size is going to be. That's kind yeah. of the, the definition and for as little cost. But I mean, there's no question. I mean, of course, should everyone try it? Yes, but I'm not a coleslaw a coleslaw fan. So okay. that's that literally like takes me out of it there. And maybe, maybe I'm not a true Pittsburgher because of that. I don't know, but I just, I think there's a lot of better, amazing options in Pittsburgh. Now I wouldn't say that. And I will say that if you are here for the first time, you should definitely try one, like you said, but, and I also think that living here kind of takes the novelty off of it. So I'll say that as well. Like when you have access to it all the time, it's just not as new and exciting as, you know, it is for people who don't get it. But yeah, and that's what it kind of kind of hurts me sometimes. People are like, oh, I love Permanis. How much? And I'm like, 
mm, not really, you know, it's there, but, and so I'm glad that you have the same, makes me feel a little better about myself. So thank you for that. <laughs> but, think that's what I like to think. <laughs> that's right. Let's talk a little bit about, you know, something that came up in between shows as we were chatting is we have very similar philosophies on this hustle, hustle, grind, grind mentality. I've brought it up on the show a number of times in the past, and I personally really dislike it. I don't think it helps a lot of people. Um, I think it has its place, but I think it's very overemphasized, very overused. And I think it should hustling and grinding should never be the focus of your business. It should be something that happens by default if all the right pieces fall into place. But you shouldn't get up in the morning, in my opinion, and say, I can't wait to hustle and grind my day away. I think that that's a recipe for disaster. But I'd love to hear your take on it because I know you have some really great insights around this topic. The hustle and grind culture makes me want to throw up. That's what I think about it. That's how strongly I feel about it. And let me be clear. I come from a farming family. Working hard is important. In fact, one of the earliest advices I ever got from my father is if you want to love your life and you want to go after something worthwhile, then you got to love work. And there's part of that where I truly believe. But this idea that we have to expend and sacrifice our families, our relationships, our time, our health, to, to build a business? What, why are we building a business when we have to give up almost everything that we loved before it? To me, it really is a recipe for so many of the health issues and so many of the problems that I think one of the reasons people get out of their jobs is because they don't want to be talking to the man or feel like they don't have control of their schedules. And yet, as a result, they get into this entrepreneurial journey thinking, hey, I'm going to have freedom. And all of a sudden, they build a business where it requires 100 hours or more a week easily. So here's my recommendation for everybody. Instead of sitting here and saying, I got to hustle and grind my way to the top, why don't we find alignment with what we love to do and go all into that? Let's find resonance with who we really love to serve and lead and focus on helping them. And finally, trusting our intuition and not overanalyze or procrastinating on, on so many things because you're just not sure. Let's trust ourselves and just go all in. And if we make a mistake, let's quickly pivot and move on. But I know that in my first three years as an entrepreneur, I failed time and time again because I did what the hustle and grind experts say. I did what the gurus said. And where it got me to was a broken relationship, a broken bank account. And I hate seeing that. I hate seeing that. And I will tell you, I started and sold two businesses before I founded Born and Lead and have gone all in on my leadership and personal brand. And I can tell you that I was very working very, very few weekends. I was never sacrificing my relationships with my family or loved ones. And that is because I was intentional about what was important in my life. And I made sure everything could fit within that. To your point there, too, I think some people mistake hustling and grinding with speed. I think it's important to work fast to make quick decisions. And to and again, and I think this comes down to something else you mentioned, which is if you make a mistake, learn from it and move on. Because I'm one and I've gotten into spirited arguments or I don't say arguments, but spirited debates with others about this specific topic in the past where I don't really believe. And this is just my own personal philosophy. I don't believe that failure is a thing. I believe that failure is a label that we've created to show ourselves when we haven't reached something or created an outcome that we think we should meet. But I always come back to this thing, like, who am I to know what the result should be? I make the decision based on an educated idea, but if it doesn't turn out, then it's time to pivot and make another decision. That's the beauty of being a human being, right? You can always make another decision. 
But unless you make a decision to try something, you never know. It's always this like discernment in your own mind of should I do this? Should I do that? What should I, what's the pros and the cons? Let's make a list. Let's check this out. Now it's important when it's a big decision to spend some time and reflect and think about what, what could possibly be. But I also think as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, the most successful people who own businesses are the people who make decisions fast and keep moving forward. And the more decisions you make fast, the better you'll get at making decisions. When we think about visionaries and think of the top CEOs or the top business people, or even think of your favorite athletes, they're not sitting there and rationalizing and checking Google on every single decision. It's not as if that athlete is purely thinking through every single thought. No, no. They've practiced the repetitions on that skill, on that talent, gone through that situation in order to trust that intuition. And there's no question that the more decisions we make, we actually let go of something that is, I think, permeating through the entrepreneurial world, and that is decision fatigue. It is a real thing, just like Zoom fatigue, as we've all learned in, in the COVID environment. But to sit there debating what we should do ultimately expends our energy and ultimately keeps us stagnant. If we are here to lead, to serve, to make a difference, if you're listening to that, if you're a person of integrity, here's my question for you. What is going to be so bad if you make the wrong decision? What's the worst thing that's going to happen? Less than 1% are catastrophic decisions. Most of these decisions can be rectified. The only exception I honestly believe, and there might be a few, but the one I think of is a surgeon. Hence why surgeons practice on dummies, practice thousands of times so that they do not make a mistake when they get a real person on the table. But otherwise, Entrepreneurs, listen, if you are chasing your dream right now, it's okay to make mistakes. There is not one mistake that is going to ruin anything. You lose a client, oh, well, there's going to be another one. If you lost that team member, okay, there's another person you can bring in. Trust yourself. And even when it doesn't work out, continue to go in on yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And don't, you know, I don't like to, to sit back and go, Oh, I'm a failure or I failed at that. I like to sit back and go, okay, what did I learn from this? Mm. What What's the tool that I took from this? Because much like you, I tried like five different things before I, you know, found the business that I haven't actually found it because I had to try different things to get to the point. Like where I sit today in the business that I operate, if you'd asked me 10 years ago where I saw myself, I didn't even know this was a thing. I didn't even know this was an option for me. So I couldn't have told you that this is where I wanted to be or this was a goal I had. This is just something that I made enough mistakes that took me in a circuitous way down a route that made this and made this available. And then when I saw this, I or I, you know, uncovered that there was a need in the market, there's a gap in the space, this service needed to be here. I said, this is an opportunity. I'm going to go do this. And there you know, wasn't a lot of debate. There wasn't a lot of questions. Just if I do this and it doesn't work, then I'll find something else just like I had in the past. And it was just, you know, you, you have to be persistent and eventually you'll hit on something. But if you, you know, have that analysis by paralysis by analysis or you don't want to make decisions. And that's what I mean. When you look at these guys that, that are there, the, these gals that are the top, at the top of their game and they're running these big companies, the biggest thing is they make decisions fast. But aside from that, they're very intentional and there's, they, they, they solve problems quickly as well. So when you make a decision that turns into a problem. They, they move on that too. They don't just sit in it. They don't reflect on it. They move on it and then they learn from it and then they go to the next thing. I've seen and, you know, probably going after the hustle and culture or hustle and grind culture. Another word I see comes up so often is 
transformations, rewiring, as if you're not good enough just being you. You've got to be somebody completely different. <laughs> you know, if you were someone else, you'd be so successful. If you were just someone else, this would be great. <laughs> yeah. Listen, you're not good enough today. You are not the person who's ever going to be good enough. And I just, oh, it makes me cringe. It makes me like gag because are you telling me that this person who probably has had success in their job or in sports or in another area of your life, you're telling me they're not good enough because they're not doing it the way you think? I just had somebody comment on one of my Instagram posts and they said, it's not about the way, it's finding a way. And that's why I go back to alignment. I'm not going to be uh, somebody who's going to sit behind the desk and write all day long and not talk to people. That's just not me. I talk all day long, whether it's if I work four hours that day, if I work 10 hours, I'm probably talking about 90% because that's what I love to do. And that's what I'm really good at. So the answer to the question comes to alignment. I'm not talking about saying, what's your vision and you know be intentional. I'm saying, what are you really good at? And go all in on just doing that. You will we'll find your answer much faster than any other way, I believe. I also think it comes down to expectations. I think that's a big problem. I think people have unrealistic expectations and they try to live up to those. Like, for example, if I if I woke up in the morning and went, okay, how am I going to run a business as big as Jeff Bezos runs? How can I be successful doing that? Well, I'm probably going to be unhappy most of the time. And guess what? It doesn't. That doesn't even matter. It's not even a good question because that's not even an option for me right now. So why would I even think about that? The key is, how can I take what I have today and make it better? How can I grow today from where I am to get a little bit, just a little bit better? Because that's a tangible thing that I can do. That's mm-hmm. something that's realistic. It's possible. And it's not only possible, it's probable if I focus and I do that. And if I'm happy, if my expectation is just to get a little bit better, just so I can get a little bit better to help, uh, to help one more person or to help someone with one thing, then I can be su- put those little successes together day in and day out. And over time, the compound effect happens. And a year from now, you know, if I see myself getting, let's use the the old cliche, if I see myself getting 1% better every day for the next year, when you just see that 1% increase, it doesn't look like a lot to you because anything growing 1% looks almost like nothing. But if I talk to you, Alex, today, and then I got 1% better every day for the next year and didn't talk to you again till next year, today's date, you're going to be like, dude, you're like 365% better than you were, you know, bigger, better than you were last year. What happened? And I'm like, really? I just did a little, you know, so that transformation that you talk about, I said, oh, their quotes, that's how it happens. Mm-hmm. Not setting these expectations of, okay, so I'm, a, I'm an entrepreneur that just got, a, just got started. The most I've made in a year with my own business is $5,000, for example. Um, so this year, my goal is to make $300,000. Is that, that's, that's a huge jump. That's really putting a lot on yourself. Yeah. And hustle, hustle, grind, grind is not going to get that done. No. But no. if you take that on a day in and day out approach and just get a little bit better, then you can see some really big growth within that year. And over the course of years, that's why you see someone who you may have met three years ago who's just starting. And now today they have a half a million dollar business. Yeah. They did it incrementally over that period of time yeah. and they were focused. Without a question, I don't ask my clients what results you got this week. I ask, what efforts are you most proud of this week? That's good. Because the only correlation to what you want as your goal is the effort, is the time, energy, and resources you spend on the effort. And if we focus on what we're able to control as opposed to what we want, ultimately we'll get to where we want to be 
faster than any vision in terms of the goal and thinking that's going to inspire us. It's great to have inspiration, but it's better to be proud of what you did that day. So Alex, just to kind of wrap up, let's take just, I'm going to give you a couple minutes. I want you to tell everyone really quickly a little bit about your success DNA program. Uh, because you know you're offering it for free to people who go to alex-kuhn.com slash Mario Pereca, and I think it's a really cool thing. So just take a few minutes, if you will, and tell us tell us what to expect from that for people who go and grab that. Well, Mario, you know, from one Pittsburgher to another, but I really just appreciate being on the show. I know so many people on here are maybe solopreneurs or entrepreneurs, and maybe you are right now stuck in, what do I need to do? What is it that I need to do in order to get to my vision and my goal and my dreams? And my core philosophy is this, is that if you're not building a business that aligns with your innate leadership gift, then you're never going to ever achieve that full potential. And to me, every person listening to this has a leader inside of them. The question is, what is that leadership style? And how do you actually build an operation to align with that skill? That's what we call success DNA. And there's four types that we talk about in this course. The, this is literally the only place you get it. I don't sell courses. I don't sell information. I actually only have two programs you can work with me on. And they are very much, we call them leadership programs, born a lead in the vault. They are for our higher level individuals. But everybody, everybody should know what type of leader they are. I know this is one of my main missions for the next five years. And so for you listening, I want to give this to you for free. So if you go to the website that was just said, it will be there for you. You go ahead, just put your information in. And it's literally the full course. This isn't one of those, you know, oh, I'm giving you a piece, but then you have to buy something. There's no upsell at the end of it. It's literally the entire program there because I believe it's the one thing that's going to unlock your real gift and really get you on track to where you want to go. I love that you just put it out there and give it away to do good. And then, you know, the people who want to go to the next level, raise their hand and they'll come to you because they want it, not because you've upsold them or you've put some little thing in there that psychologically, you know, fear of missing out or whatever. I love it. I love the integrity. I love what you're doing. Alex, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for everything you shared on the last episode. And in this one, I want to remind people that website one more time. It's alex-kuhn.com slash Mario Pereca. So go there, grab your copy of the Success DNA program. It is free. It is available. Alex, thanks so much, my friend. Let's definitely do this again soon. And I want to just throw out a Ghost Steelers. Yeah, Ghost Steelers, 2022 or 21. I guess whatever year is. Hey, everyone. I want to sincerely thank you for listening to the podcast. It really means a lot to me. Conversations are what I thrive on. It's something that I believe is so important for each and every one of us to have conversations that matter, to have conversations that connect us, to create relationships with each other. So the conversation that I have with the guests that are on the show, the conversations that the guests and I create to have with you are equally important and a great way for you to have conversations with us is to rate and review the podcast. So if you could go to Apple Podcasts, go to wherever you listen to your podcasts and rate and review this, it is much appreciated. And you can always find us at MediaMario.com. If you go to MediaMario.com, you can find all the things there. If you want to connect with the guests that I had on today or guests that I've had on the show in the past, you can go to MediaMario.com and get their information. If you want to connect with me and have a conversation with me, I welcome that. All my social links everywhere that you can find me all over the web is at MediaMario.com. So go there, visit us, connect with us. I'd love to have conversations with you. I hope you found value in today's show, and I can't wait to bring you the next conversation on the next episode of The Conversation Guy. 
Until then, have a wonderful day, and we'll talk to you real soon.